Welcome to the Straight Out of Home Video Podcast, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. We just watched Recess Christmas Miracle on Third Street, or at least the episodes that were in this movie. This is the only film of the franchise that is not available on Disney+. Plus. I'm Candace, and with me is my co-host, Arzu. Hey, Arzu. Hello. And our special guest, MB Adams. How are you? Howdy. I'm doing good. I'm very excited to talk about Recess. Very, yes. very excited. The reason I specifically invited you on this episode is because you dressed up a certain someone for Halloween. Oh, yes. Yes. I finally, like, it was kind of a lifelong dream. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like I keep putting it off to dress up as Spinelli on Halloween. And then I also got my partner to dress up as TJ to, like, really, Perfect. I don't know, round it all out. <laughs> also, some headcanon, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Okay, so Recess was a animated TV show that premiered on September 13th, 1997 on ABC as part of Disney's One Saturday Morning. It had 65 half-hour episodes, and they're usually, like, split in two. So there's two episodes per season or two story. Two stories per episode. Two, yes, two stories per episode. Well, I'm guessing y'all watched some of this as a kid, right? Yeah, we didn't have cable when I was a kid, but this was, like, a when I was at my grandparents' or my aunt's house. Um, we would, you know, catch whatever we could. So I didn't see like the whole thing, but I have seen a decent enough chunk of recess. Yeah, I feel like I definitely saw a lot of it, like when it was still sort of on. I don't know. Yeah, like I, 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 I think that it, people kind of insinuate maybe it was on the like Disney Channel before. I feel like it was just on TV though at some point because I don't yeah. remember having cable a lot. <laughs> I think so. it was on. It was on ABC during Saturday mornings. And yeah. then it was also like Disney afternoons. Too. Oh, okay. When I, totally. So, sorry. When I say cable, I mean like any television. <laughs> oh, Which gotcha. Is that, like, even like local news did not did not come to my house. Oh, my. I feel and like. During the school, my parents were like, absolutely not. And we would only have it um, over the summer. So. Wow. That's yeah. super interesting. I lived the opposite, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, but I was yeah, raised no, by TV. I've definitely <laughs> seen a lot of recess. I think watching it. I kind of watched it when it got on a Disney Plus, like started it again and remembered a lot of the beginning. So oh, that's yeah, theme I think song. I a- that's theme oh, yeah. song brought memories back. <laughs> it awakened something deep inside of you. <laughs> yes. Every so, time I hear it. The series focuses on six elementary school students who interact with their classmates and teachers. During recess, the children form their own society, really. And like the I forgot the kindergartens are like these wild people. Who, oh yeah. That was that was something to watch again. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, the sixth graders are like like one of them's the king. Which okay, he's the king and he's got these like ladies around him like fanning him with palm fronds and did not like that. <laughs> no, a lot of these overthrow things overthrow him, ladies. Overthrow King Bob or whatever. <laughs> a his lot name of is. things did not age very well. Let's just say Well, that. it was really funny because this was one of the first times that I think I saw the little warning that Disney Plus puts every now and then when you're watching cartoons and it'll be like, mm-hmm. Hey, some of this stuff isn't aged well sorry i guess or something you know what i mean kind of like a warning what's funny i don't know whether it's i guess it's kind of a warning the wording is just really funny to me like it wants to be a word a warning but it's also kind of like but you know like but watch but watch it anyway it was the 90s yeah it's like i'm gone now i'm disney plus anyway (laughs) bye (laughs) we did did our little disclaimer you can't complain now but no i mean it was it's really interesting because i forgot about the kindergartners in a way and how they're just like this little feral society oh yeah own little society 
but then there is like the system i i yeah i think recess is really i don't know i guess well written as far as it has not a super obvious like i think when you get to high school it's very clicky but it has this like system to it it has a like higher like a cast system almost of like yeah and like the way the sixth grader is sort of the king and like leads everybody and whenever it's like somebody who's older there's almost like a bit of like tension between like the main cast and like fifth graders or like the main cast and like sixth graders but when they're dealing with the kindergartners they're like kind of telling people what to do <laughs> so this movie it was a director home video obviously because that's what we're about on shade out of home video but it's one of those things where they put all the episodes together and there are scenes of them that interlock the stories and it's pretty much like Mrs. Finster, um, the principal, and oh gosh, what's their teacher's name? Mrs. Miss Gronk. Gronk. Yeah, they Rock. get like stuck. They get snowed in, and like the principal's like, "Oh, it's TJ and his friends' fault," and they go through these stories, kind of thing. Okay, I was wondering like the connective tissue because like I knew this was a Christmas thing, and I'm like, okay, yeah. Thanksgiving, it's a holiday, it's fine. And then, you know, Mikey and Santa. I'm like, okay, Santa, got it. But then there's one about, like, Spinelli at Miss Finster's house for the weekend. And I'm like, don't get that. And then there was the other one where TJ's principal for the day. And I'm like, I don't see what either of these have to do. But okay, oh, so that makes more sense now. Yeah, they just picked <laughs> random things. But the main one is, the yes, Santa, Mikey does shave. Yes, Mikey, Santa does shave. Yes, episode. <laughs> yeah. And that one made me laugh. Like, I was like, that was the first one I watched. And I was like, this is kind of clever in a few regards. Like, instead of saying hooligans, Frenzy says, um, Yuligans. And I was like, that's oh cute. My God. Oh, I think we're burying the lead here, which is that it turns out, you know, in this special that Santa is real. And he sounds like James Earl Jones. Because he is James Earl I Jones. Know, it's wild. <laughs> like, he said oh, two yeah. words. I'm like, that guy sounds like James Earl Jones. And then the more he's talking, I'm like, it is James Earl Jones. Yeah, I had always yeah. like, that. What? I totally forgot about that. Like, I did remember Mikey's, like, he can sing like an opera singer pretty much. And I did remember, like, I remembered it a bit. Like, I remember how, like, when I was watching it, like, where the story was going. And yeah. so I knew that there was sort of this, like, you know, character coming in. And then it was just, like, all of a sudden, James Earl Jones. And I was like, wait a second. And I was like, I think when I was a kid, I just, if you had any kind of dramatic, deep voice, I was like, that's just James Earl Jones anyway. And if, you know, everybody mm -hmm. is just any dramatic, deep voice. Even when Mikey was singing, I was like, that's probably James Earl Jones. But then it was actually James Earl Jones. And I was like, wait, my childhood just put them all together. And I'm like, that's actually James Earl Jones, though. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was really funny also noticing in one of the episodes, I feel like, in the principal one speaking principal of james earl jones day. yeah yeah like i just think that they might have also got it because you know there's some star wars nerds on there because like just in one like quick second when uh tj is the principal and he does something bad i feel like mikey's just like he's more machine than kid now and just like <laughs> says it and then we just go on and nobody ever really it just kind of got snuck in there and i was like oh yeah there's Star Wars nerd in there. There's so many references, but like one thing that really made me laugh out loud was like, and yes, Mikey, Santa does shave. Um, they're trying to explain to Mikey, like, oh, well, it can't be Santa at the mall. It can't be Santa in the parade because he can't make that many appearances this time of year. And Spinelli goes, like, yeah, that's how Elvis died. Oh my god! And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I think it's yeah. I think it's really interesting, like watching Recess now as an adult because. 
it's like I could leave it. Like I feel like I'd have like when when I watched it, just left it on too, and kind of been like, I'm just gonna ride this ride for a bit now because it's still entertaining. Like as an adult, yeah, it has so many jokes that I think when I was a kid, especially when I was watching Recess, it's like I feel like I was, uh, you know, kind of you're just kind of wanting a little bit of edginess. Of course, you're like a kid, <laughs> so that's very relative, you know, but. It's like, oh, I feel like they say jokes that I don't understand. Yeah. You know, but I can tell that other people do. It's some kind of reference. So it's really funny, like, being old now, though, and well, older, dear God. <laughs> um, <laughs> older, older. Yeah, older. But um, and seeing what those references are and being able to have the aha moment now. Yeah, like the so the whole thing other than like Mikey trying to figure out a Santa's reel is that there's this Hollywood producer who's like, I'm trying to pick a school to do this pageant live for five billion people. And the principal obviously wants it to be his school because he wants the props. And they're like, we are like all about political correctness. Nobody can complain about this because we have Druids. We have Kwanzaa. We have Hanukkah. <laughs> we have everything. And I was like, what? Okay, but the guy from Hollywood kept threatening to throw it to a luau in Waikiki. I'm like, do that. That sounds more interesting. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think now, especially like as I've gotten older and like gotten into content creation and really more of also like getting into meeting people who are content creators and like just kind of asking them about their life (laughs) and then being a like theater nerd and seeing people who's like who've gone on to like productions, whether that's TV or like plays but anyway so it's just really funny to also now watch it as an adult and be like there's no way they would let this kid like blabber on and like if we stumbled for like five seconds somebody'd be like cut you know (laughs) like i was just like but i loved recess because it suspends reality long enough to believe that we will make this work (laughs) on tv so that mikey can give his big singing solo (laughs) it was cute i was like this is quality stuff i wasn't like an idiot as a kid to think this was a good tv show like this was it was good. I think that where this, I think, has the benefit, I haven't seen the other Recess movies, I should say, but where this has the benefit over some of the other things we cover on this show is, like, it's not something they made to try to capture the magic of the show. It's just four episodes of the show. With yeah. Like, a like threaded together. Like, some of the Disney movies we talk about here, they wanted it to be a show, but it wasn't strong enough to be a show, so they put that thread narrative together with some relatively weak TV episodes, but they didn't do that with this. Like, it was part of an ongoing series, so... I think that's like this was good like I feel like it was interesting that it was also like interesting how yeah it was sort of like pieced together or I think even with some of the other recess movies I do think that when I think about those in comparisons to like other either like when I think about either TV shows that become movies or sometimes even movies that might try to st- like that IP becomes a TV show yeah there's sort of like trying to do one or the other and I feel like so sometimes I think about like the Simpsons movie and how like vastly different the style and everything of that is than just the regular Simpsons right but I feel like Recess always is like has stuck to like pretty much its guns like I think they're a very like good example of like just a classic American TV show like in style wise like it's succinct they just throw out jokes quickly and about and it's over in about 10 minutes you know and then we take a break we start the next 10 minute episode and I feel like the movies are kind of like that. They were like, well, what if we just had an hour instead of that 10 minutes? And they're yeah. like, yeah, there's, okay, we'll do that. There's one theatrical one, and I think that's the only one I've, I saw, which was somebody's trying to get rid of summer break. And that is like the ultimate, you know, recess. So TJ partners up with the principal and like all the school kids. And they're like trying to battle the school board member. 
<laughs> if I'm remembering this right as a child, it had some heart. It has some heart to it. And I just, you know, appreciate seeing like six friends, you know, hanging out. And yeah. Just doing their thing. And it made me want to play kickball again. Because <laughs> in principle for the day, it begins with TJ playing kickball. Yeah, I think that it I think that re- I love recess a lot. Like I said it before, too, and I keep saying it to my partner and they just keep nodding their head every time I talk about it. But it'll be like I feel like it was also like weirdly like as a kid like or like as a an adult now and being, you know, queer and thinking about you kind of think of where does that started? And sometimes you're like, oh, it was always there. Sometimes you kind of remember times where you are more consciously like, oh, that was a moment. But I feel like with recess, it's so funny. Like I was obsessed with the Ashleys. But in my head, I was like always one of them, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. even though I was like not rich or anything. But I was like, I am good at like entitlement based on nothing. I like these <laughs> girls like they're I great. I was telling Arzy beforehand, I'm like, the Ashleys were the original Mean Girls, the original yeah. Plastics. Oh, my God. They were. They really Scandalous. were. They, yeah. I used to say Scandalous so much randomly. I mean, I say random quotes from tv or movie at any moment but when i was a kid that was my one of my main ones and then also spinelli like dressing up as spinelli was so wild though but because i do feel like in spinelli that was one of the first times we're now stepping outside of sort of like gender roles as an adult it's like i see i was like oh yeah that's this is my gender when people are like i don't mean non-binary as in a third gender i just mean non-binary as in spinelli i guess you know like Oh, yeah, re- re-watching it now. I think I watched one, too, where she was supposed to dance. And she's like, but that's for girls, you know? And it's, and they were like, you are a girl. And she's just like, Psst. but I also love that where it's like, in my brain, it, you know, I'm like imagining Spinelli be like, I transcend <laughs> whatever a girl is, fool. But I will dance. Yes, I will do it. Um, <clears throat> yes. <laughs> I love that read of Spinelli. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but I I like also I don't know if y'all as a yeah, like watching it as adults. I thought it was really interesting too that like the main story or message kind of seems to be like stay a kid in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't don't grow up too fast. All that. Yeah. Kind of enjoy, stuff. you know, enjoy Focus your time. on what's important. Enjoy, be with friends and everything like that. I, I think it's really interesting thinking about like, yeah, the kind of influences it had on me as well ish. You know, when I think about like those messages and how they stuck like I do think that I when I think about recess I do get this like little nostalgia happiness that is kind of the reminder that I think even now it's like really growing up is like this weird thing that like the adults in the show are kind of always pushing on the kids and they're always sort of like weirdly fighting against it right it's it's always so dramatic what the adults want to do they like want to torture them with vegetables or something yeah the principal says hello future people to the children like they yeah. are currently people yeah exactly like, what? yeah um I, yeah so i just love that like in the like shorts right it was like spinelli kind of like having to realize that somebody that they are like think of as antagonistic is a person right but it yeah, still has wasn't history, like has more yeah I, I like that too because like as a kid you don't think your teachers have lights outside of school Like, I remember seeing a teacher at the grocery store with their children. I'm being like, what? I was like six. I was like, you mean you don't live at the school? Yeah, exactly. That's what (laughs) I thought. I thought like they had like a room on the side and just like, you know, their whole life was being my teacher. Yeah, this is upsetting. Yeah, I was it was so weird to see that. I love that that was kind of the like beginning or or like the the bit to that episode was what if not only did you have to see your 
teacher outside of school, but then you had to like spend a lot of time with them. And it's yeah. like, it's funny how like, I think it also just captures that show captures a lot of interesting things that I forget now being an adult, but that mm-hmm. they, you know, I think they did a really great job of sort of thinking about being a kid and trying to remember little fears and like little things that were that are that are small now, like they're silly, but at the time, they are huge like that. Yeah. I what I couldn't comprehend about that episode was she's staying with this woman. And I'm like, you have five best friends that you could have stayed with this weekend. And yeah. I understand for plot reasons. But what I don't understand is why your parents didn't just call like Gretchen's parents. And be yeah. like, Can she stay for two days? Yeah, this is <laughs> where I don't have, have kids. In my school. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she had a, um, Spinelli had to stay with the Prince Street because there was a babysitting convention out of town or something. And, and all the babysitters God. had left town because famously every babysitter is is a professional babysitter. <laughs> yeah, going to conventions. I know I was at 16. Just being like, I let me like, learn those le- lessons. Yeah, I feel like that's where you you flex being a like kids show. What's the plot point here? And it's like, it's a kid show. We'll just say there's a babysitter convention. Kids are not going to question this. Yeah, I didn't question it at the time. And the adults will laugh, which as an adult, I did kind of go like, babysitter convention. That sounds like a really boring convention. (laughs) No, I don't know. I actually, I've babysitted a bit and and the actual babysitting is not boring. But so maybe the it, probably like yeah the babysitting convention actually no it's three days of them venting is what it right is. I was gonna say how many panels can you have but you know what I'm gonna take it back because I'm really into the babysitters club show on Netflix so yes. I'm just gonna take it back I don't want to discourage babysitters now but yeah overall fun it was fun it was cute it was cute nostalgic and it holds up for kids today like I think, I think so. they would have fun watching it. Yeah, I think that it holds up. Like, I think I'm somebody, I think I'm somebody who spent a lot of time, you know, once I, I think once I sort of discovered that, like, there was like tropes and you know what I mean? Like the really like, oh my God, there's like bad things or like these ideas and in and themes in our pop culture. And I was like, I'm going to analyze them all. And so I, I think that I can definitely watch Recess and kind of point out, yeah, you'll see a little bit of these things here. But there's nothing that was super or overt or like mega cringe. Like I didn't get the same feeling as if I was watching like, I don't know, um, Peter Pan or whatever. Like yeah. that one is rough, you know, but this one was kind of like every now and then there was like, oh, that one didn't that didn't age too well here and there. You know, there there are definitely some of those. But at the same time, there were also stuff where I was like, oh, go ahead. Like, go ahead and make that joke <laughs> in, yeah, like, it back was, in the 90s. Okay, It was more progressive than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. for the time yeah i think if your kid is watching recess it was dope or like you know you'll be fine and like i think watching it i think like i thought a lot about my niece and my nephew and i see a little bit of them as in some of those like characters on the show for sure so yeah i was like oh you know i like this i think this still holds up i think if i when uh whenever i'm forced to be around my niece and nephew i mean when they're forced to be around me and watch whatever pop culture i make them <laughs> i'm gonna mix in recess now boop 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 so, MB, where can people find you online? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, they can find me at MB Adams TV on Twitter. And then on Twitch, you can just find me as NB Adams. And yeah, uh, I think um, going forward, I'm going to be mostly streaming on like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, uh, and then taking a little break. So, January, I'll be streaming on Twitch more. But yes, find me on Twitter where I will be tweeting. <laughs> 
Okay, and you can find Arzu at Arzu and Mean on Twitter. You can find me at Candace is a Geek, and you can find the Geeky Waffle at Geeky underscore Waffle on Twitter, the Geeky Waffle ever else, including Facebook and Patreon and YouTube and all the fun things. So we hope you have a happily ever after until James Earl Jones is Santa Claus and then it gets even happier because that's awesome. <laughs>